Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Alive, brought to you by the Asher Longevity Institute, committed to the science-based and easy-to-implement lifestyle changes you need in order to live a much longer and much healthier life. Today's show is made possible through the generous support of Peoples Unlimited, a premier longevity company in Phoenix, Arizona. Peoples Unlimited is a co-sponsor of the Coalition for Radical Life Extension's annual Rad Fest. Learn more about the festival and register for the October 2 through 4 live stream program of longevity experts at rlecoalition.com. That's rlecoalition.com. I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Longevity Institute studio in Washington, D.C., together with the host of Alive, John Asher, CEO and co-founder of the Asher Longevity Institute. The title of today's show is Healthy Diets Preclude Disease and Increase Performance. This is the third in a set of 10 podcasts by John. In the first podcast, he described the fundamental reasons we die and the many contributing causes of that. He also gave an overview of the nine steps to achieve an unlimited life. In this podcast, John will describe the details of step two, eat a healthy diet in order to preclude disease, infection, fatigue, and poor performance. So John, we were talking about sleep last time. Now let's go to the dinner table. Sounds good to me, Dave. So what we all want is a healthy diet and eating balanced meals. I'm sure we've all heard this. Our grandmothers taught us this as our mothers did as well. That really means a balance of protein, good carbohydrates, meaning the ones with the um, low, low amount of sugar called glycemic index and unsaturated, not saturated, unsaturated fats. And so eat lots of vegetables, except the starches, and only some fruit because most fruit has a little bit too much sugar, and eat fatty fish probably twice a week. Now the dangers of eating these days, especially with barbecuing, eating out, processed foods, is that any foods cooked at a high temperature will cause what are called advanced glycation end products. So glycation is a process that occurs in our body when either a fat or a protein molecule is combined with a sugar molecule. And when that combination happens, end products are formed called advanced glycation. And it's normally abbreviated as AGEs. And AGEs can also form in food that's been really cooked with high temperatures, grilling, browning, baking, frying, barbecuing. And many animal foods that are high in fat and protein are most susceptible to these AGEs during cooking at high heat. And unfortunately, all processed foods have been cooked at high temperatures. So the way we're eating now with a Western diet, we are all eating a lot of these AGEs, very harmful. Now, luckily, our body will eliminate the AGEs to a point. However, if there are too many AGEs, more than the body can normally eliminate, they will accumulate, causing stress and, oops, back to chronic inflammation. And the A1C measurement, some of you may have heard of, measures the buildup of AGEs in our body. And when we eat daily meals that have more than 5,000 units of AGEs, they'll build up in our tissues and increase the risk of every single major disease. So now you may wonder what's normal food having it? If all I can have is 5,000 a day, what are some examples? A Big Mac is 7,800. 
just a boiled hot dog is 10,000. One thin crust slice of pizza, 6,800. Bacon, 12,000. So it's like, oops. Now this data is based on 60,000 papers and academic articles. So here's the trouble with bacon. I used to love bacon, crispy, salty, mm -mm, loved it. But if you watch bacon sizzle in the pan and then you eat the bacon, then you can just imagine, picture, your internal tissues sizzling from the AGA-generated inflammation. And the trouble with that, of course, is we get major diseases faster and, of course, die sooner. So I'm not eating too much bacon anymore. Now, if we want to avoid AGE formation when we're cooking at home, then don't eat too much sugar so those fats and protein molecules can't agglomerate together. And that usually means six teaspoons of sugar a day or less, which is not very much. Don't cook foods at high temperatures. So cook it with moist heat at lower temperatures. Just cook it a little bit longer. And you can reduce the AGE production by about 50% if you just add vinegar, tomato juice, or lemon juice, acidic ingredients to the pan. And then of course, you gotta avoid processed foods because almost every processed food is cooked with high temperatures. Well, that's a lot of important information. I know we've heard that before, and uh, I just didn't know that they were called AGEs. It seems like AGEs help you age. Is that right? <laughs> that's pretty so, much it, Dave. <laughs> so uh, as, as it follows so much with what we're trying to do here, it's all about the information. And now for a quick information commercial break. The Asher Longevity Institute developed a nine-step program to guide you to a much longer and much healthier life. Our mission is to make this system easy to understand, simple to execute, and sustainable for the rest of your life. Go to asherlongevity.com today and sign up for the information and access you need to live the longevity lifestyle. That's asherlongevity.com to help you feel better now and achieve the longevity you desire. Back to the food and back to the dinner table, John. There's a lot of talk about balanced diets and all about fats and things like that. What do we need to know about those? Well, Dave, I think everybody knows you should be eating unsaturated fats instead of saturated. That's pretty well known by almost everybody. Another one that's not so well known is there are two essential fatty acids for our body. Essential means you got to have them and the body doesn't make them. So you've got to get them by eating food or supplements. And they're called omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acids. The right ratio for optimum health is four to one, omega-6 to omega-3. So we can have up four times as much omega-6 as omega-3 and everything's fine. The trouble is the average American diet, the Western diet, that ratio is 16 to one with disastrous results. So what we'd like to do is cut down on omega-6s, of course, and get more omega-3. So it's pretty easy to cut down on omega-6. We've gotten a hint already. One is don't eat processed and prepackaged foods. They're full of omega-6. Don't eat fatty meats or cured meats, full of omega-6. And don't eat the manufactured vegetable oils, as opposed to the natural oils, I'll talk about them in a bit, full of omega-6. Now, if you wanna boost omega-3, then olive oil is a great, great way to boost omega-3. Oily fish 
It's why salmon is such a great fish for us. It has the most omega-3 of any fish. And then if you can't get enough, and many people take, take fish oil supplements because of, the, because of their heart health, then just take fish oil supplements. Now again, to see how much omega-6 some of the foods have, this is the, remember omega-6 are the bad fatty acids, and just in milligrams, go to Applebee's, order onion rings, hey, you got 31,000 milligrams. Uh, go to Chick-fil-A, fried food fast, uh, fast food sandwich, you got 12,000 milligrams. French fries at TGIS, 12,000. Fried fish filet at Denny's, 12,000. Mac and cheese at Cracker Barrel, 6,000. So these can keep on going down the list. Just a ton of omega-6s in all these fried foods and processed foods. And then if you say, well, I'll just eat a lot of fish, you got to eat a lot of fish to make up for that. So wild-caught salmon, 2,000 milligrams. You literally have to eat five servings of salmon to make up for the onion rings you just ate at Applebee's. And another great source of omega-3 is nuts and seeds. And again, remember the optimum ratio is four to one, omega-6 to omega-3. Now let's take almonds. I've always loved almonds, especially salty almonds, especially roasted salty almonds. But the ratio for almonds of omega-6 to omega-3 is 2,000 to one. So they couldn't be worse for us. Walnuts, another great food, they have the optimum ratio, four to one. Macadamia nuts, pretty close, six to one. So that's what my wife and I eat every day. Every morning we have walnuts and macadamia nuts and we throw in some pistachio nuts. They're 50 to one, but they're just too damn good to pass up. <laughs> so we wanna eat walnuts. They're a superfood every day, very high in omega, omega-3 and decreases that, that bad word, chronic inflammation, lowers their LDL, uh, lowers the incidence of a number of cancers. So uh, walnuts are one of the superfoods. Now, I've actually never particularly liked walnuts. They're kind of mealy. They're just not nowhere near as good as almonds, but they're so much better for us. And then if you look at the amazing benefit of seeds, many of us have heard that seeds are great for us because they have a lot of fiber and a lot of protein. They also have a lot of omega-3. So hemp seeds, five milligrams of protein, eight milligrams of fiber, full of omega-3. Flax, same. So some of these great seeds are, have an amazing benefit for getting that ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 down where we need it to be. Now, let's shift to the good fats and the bad fats. <clears throat> the good fats, the healthy fats, are found in, as I've talked about already, nuts, seeds, olives, of course, fatty fish, avocados, and then natural oils. And so a natural oil means you just take an avocado and you squeeze it and the juice comes out. Or take olives and squeeze them and the juice comes out. There's no processing going on, no cooking at a high temperature. So what we really wanna do is eat these natural oils or cook with them because there's so much omega-3. So most people now who get this will be cooking with coconut oil, avocado oil if you need high heat, or a lower heat will cook with olive oil. Now, Another superfood then, of course, would be olive oil. Again, reduces chronic inflammation, very high in omega-3. And it also helps us get rid of those damaged proteins in our brain. 
So there's two superfoods that we should all be eating every day, olive oil and walnuts. And when you buy olive oil, the optimum olive oil are olives picked by hand, not by machine, so you don't get bruised, deseeded, or overripe ones. First cold press, and cold press means they're not heated at all. And the first press means the first time the olives are pressed, the oil comes out. You may press a second time, get a little bit more, but it's usually got bulk in it. Extra virgin, meaning not treated with chemicals or altered by any temperature, and organic. So the best olive oil then would be picked by hand, first cold pressed, extra virgin, and organic. And it's, it's pretty, pretty much available, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Now let's look at the bad fats. All these manufactured oils are bad fats. The reason they're bad fats is they are full of omega-6. And they're processed at high temperatures, so full of oops, AGEs. The manufacturers call them vegetable oils because that sounds good for us, doesn't it? Yay, a vegetable oil. Well, they couldn't be worse for us. And the list is a whole bunch everybody's heard of. Canola oil, corn oil, sunflower oil, cottonseed oil, sesame oil, grapeseed oil, peanut oil, safflower oil. And other bad fats are found in any industrial prepared foods. Baked goods, snack bars, candy, deep fat fried food, cookies, cakes, and pies, all the stuff that tastes great is bad for us. Because everything I just mentioned is very high in omega-6. And here is how these good, I'm sorry, bad vegetable oils or the manufactured oils are manufactured. Listen to this and just see if you think this sounds like something you want to uh, ingest. So first you heat the seeds to a very high temperature. They oxidize and turn rancid. Then process them with petroleum solvent to extract the oil. Then heat again and add another acid to remove waxy solids. Then treat the oil with more chemicals to improve the color. Then deodorize the oil to mask the smell from the chemical processing. Sound good? No, like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't sound that good. <laughs> and anytime you're looking at ingredients now, in almost anything you buy in the grocery store, you gotta really be careful. I'll give you a couple of examples. I fly a lot or used to fly a lot. And if you get a meal on an airplane, those little packages, they'll have the little uh, uh, dressing. And so I brought two of them home from the airplanes last year. One on the, on the front of it says balsamic vinaigrette. So you look at the ingredients, water, soybean oil, and balsamic vinegar. So soybean oil couldn't be worse for you. Here's another one. Listen to this title, Naturally Fresh, Olive Oil and Vinegar Dressing, Pour It On. Look at the back, ingredients, water, soybean oil, distilled vinegar, and then finally the fourth ingredient, olive oil. So it has a little teeny bit of olive oil in there just so you can say it's got olive oil. So again, it's called olive oil and vinegar dressing when it's mainly soybean oil. Couldn't be worse for us. How about Paul Newman? Great guy, great actor gives all the profits from everything he makes to charity. So if you just go look at his Newman's, called Newman's Own Balsamic Vinaigrette, flip it over, look at the ingredients on the back, the first ingredient, canola oil. Couldn't be worse for us. So Dave, there are the this description of the good fats and the bad fats. And again, the bottom line is just don't eat processed foods. You go a long way to not getting in your body what you don't need. You get a long way to not getting the AGEs and you go a long way towards not getting many omega-6s. Omega 
really, really important information and warnings. And we've we've always heard this about processed foods. <laughs> your your, dis, your your description brought it to life. I think I've lost my appetite. <laughs> but, uh, so as I understand it. John, the next podcast in this series, you're going to cover the importance of eating a diet tuned to a healthy gut microbiome to preclude 11 diseases and three medical conditions. So we're going to continue the diet theme into the third step and the the nine-step process. Is that correct? That is correct. And the uh, microbiome because is, is showing up in more and more news articles. It's so important. It's only really come to life in the last 10 years as the scientists have been able to, the researchers have been able to use these much newer machines to really see what's going on in our gut. I look forward to listening all about that at the next podcast. So thank you, John, and thank you, everybody. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to visit us at asherlongevity.com to learn more about the science, supplements, and strategies to live a much longer and happier life. From now until then, John Asher reminds you that looking after your health today gives you better hope for tomorrow. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Alive, right here on the Funnel Radio Network for listeners like you. 